Welcome to an episode of CooperCast about the box set that Al produced for Columbia called From His Head to His Heart to His Hands, The Music of Mike Bloomfield. This is your host, Al's Hayrake, John Sachs. We talk about creating the box set of Bloomfield for Columbia, John Hammond, Bloomfield actually being afraid of Butterfield, about the legendary album East-West, and Al doing this project just out of love. I'm here talking to Al Cooper about the box set of Michael Bloomfield that he produced for Columbia. Is it, is it still in print? Yes, you can buy it. Wow. You can buy it online, not even just from Amazon. You can buy it from Walmart online. So Columbia is still printing these. Wow. It's called From His Head to His Hand to, to His Heart. heart. To, from His Head to His Heart to His Hands. Yes. There are CDs and a DVD. And the DVD is a, it's a, a documentary about Bloomfield that was produced by Bob Sorrells. So uh, if anybody doesn't have it, you can get it. It's four, it's four discs, so it does, it's not cheap. And it's a beautifully produced thing, outproduced it. The visuals are beautiful. The box is beautiful. Just to quote Al right here, uh, 2013, 32 years after he departed the rigmarole in 1981, Sony Legacy asked me to compile and produce a box set containing the essence of Bloomfield's life work. There's some Butterfield blues band on that, and I suppose... Well, there was a. that's where he got famous. Yeah, I suppose that... Um, Sony's lawyers negotiated with Electra to get the rights to put some some of that because most of the rest of, a lot of the rest of the stuff was done on Columbia. Yes. But not the Butterfield Blues Band. You had this job of project of putting together this box set and I you said it took over a year of work to gather and figure out what to do. I assume a lot of this stuff was laying around at Columbia and they gave you access to it, like these early audition tapes from John Hammond. Yeah. Well, um, I knew about them. And also, John Hammond was in the office next to me when I worked at Columbia. Right. And I would uh, go through his office all the time when he wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a legendary guy, in addition to... Uh, Signing well, he did sign Bloomfield, although they didn't. He signed Dylan. He signed Dylan and uh, Aretha Franklin, and some other famous people. Yeah, it says in the booklet that as one as Bloomfield is ending one of these audition songs, Hammond says to him, "Just so you know, we're going to sign you." Well, it's great that we have the dialogue between them too. Yeah, there's some really interesting parts of uh, dialogue that... Well, I mean, the whole project was, you know, really done out of love. Yeah, sure. Because we, we got along so well and spent a lot of time together, and yet we weren't bound by anything. Yeah. Because we weren't in a band together. Right. And we just we just liked each other, and we liked playing together, and that was you know the the height of it. Yeah. 
he does a version of a Got My Mojo Working that most people know from Butterfield, but this was actually produced, and uh, the musicians were Bloomfield and Charlie Musselwhite playing the harmonica, mm-hmm. and then guitar, bass, and drums, but it has a lot of the, it's surprising how much it feels like the Butterfield Blues Band. It's got that same drive to it, but it was Charlie Musselwhite. And I don't know who actually sang. Yeah, no. And Bloomfield sang the vocals. Yes. There's that part where he talks about how he didn't join Butterfield because he was afraid of him because he carried a gun. He respected him. He thought he was cool, but he he was afraid to actually be in the band. I believe that. I didn't join. Of course, I wasn't asked. <laughs> well, you were in parallel with the Blues Project at the same time they were doing Butterfield. Butterfield was more traditional. Yeah, sure. So I, I can't compare those bands. Except on the second album by Butterfield, it, they did East West, which was not blues at all. No, it was jazz. It was jazz, raga. It was like, I think East West was one of the coolest records ever made. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you've got cuts from there. So the first album, the first of the three CDs, you've got some acoustic pieces that Bloomfield did in his. There were auditions for Columbia. Were there more than three? Uh, there were. Well, did you have a lot to choose from, and you just chose the best? I don't know about. I mean, not really. I took the the three best. The three best. Okay. And then there was these electric sessions where you uh, at at. at auditions where I got you in the palm of my hand and got my mojo working. Like I say, he had Charlie Musselwhite and he had a guy named Norman Mayo playing drums and Bruce Friedman playing piano and Sid Warner playing bass. So he Well those are those are um yeah. Chicago guys he grew up with. Oh he so he probably brought him to New York. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I'm just wondering so there's two songs on the first C D that are that group of people, and I'm wondering if there's like more laying around somewhere at Columbia. Probably. Well, it's pretty darn good stuff. It would be nice if if uh, if they would even release more stuff. They don't know. They won't. They don't know. They don't know. All right. As a matter of fact, at Columbia now. Yeah. They don't even know that this exists. Really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So much has passed since then. Right. And there's been so much success of other things there. Right. And, you know, and then you go Dylan, Springsteen, and uh, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah. You know, you know, that doesn't, uh, most people don't even know this exists. Right, but it is still for sale. Yeah. It is still for sale. Yeah, so somebody who has the choice of, Letting it still be for sale, mm-hmm. uh, or it's selling enough that they kept it. Yeah, I'm sure it's not a big seller, but it sells. No, enough. but I mean it's sold consistently over time. Now I got my copy from eBay because I thought it was out of print, but then yesterday I was I I just Googled it and it turns out you can buy it as I said from Walmart. Was it cheaper? That's about forty fifty bucks something like that. Wow. But it's a four. It's four discs with a beautiful box and a booklet. So I mean, really, CDs cost ten bucks each or more. So there's four of them for forty or fifty bucks. It's a good deal. 
This has been Coopercast, a Bloomfield box set episode brought to you by Pure Love. You can always submit questions for Al at alcooper.com on the Coopercast page.